Welcome to Taboo Topic. I, Ken Drew, is your host. See what I did there? That's right, we're changing things up today. As your Sunday edition will now be called Straight Talk Jesus. As I, as I will use this day to open up, be vulnerable, and honest where I'm at with my walk with Christ. I decided I am not a preacher, but want to use this as an opportunity to break the stigmas that are associated with this faith. That said, I'll be talking about this purgatory season I'm in, as I see the light at the end of the tunnel, but walking out is giving me anxiety with the unknown, what is out there, what's at the other side, uh, making me hesitant to fully walk out. That's where I'll be going today, but before going any further, please read future newsletters by typing in the URL at kenja296.substack.com. I repeat, kenja296.substack.com. Spell the word engine, put the letter K in front of the word engine, then you get Kenjin, one word, 296.substack.com. You can also follow me on Instagram by typing in Kenjin underscore express, Kenjin underscore express. And then last but not least, you can follow me on Facebook just by typing in Taboo Topic. Look for the logo that says Honesty Equals Understanding. And in this episode and Sunday's editions, there will be a lot of honesty and hopefully a lot of understanding as well. That say, that said, please stay tuned after this break. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I'm your host, Ken Drew, and this is your Sunday edition of Straight Talk Jesus. And before we go any further, there's two questions I'm going to ask you. And I'm asking this question because I forgot to ask the question for my week review edition on Fridays, which was, one, how was your week? Let me know through the social media platforms that I mentioned earlier. But, and then also, I ask this question every Sunday. Did you go to church today? If so, what was the message? If not, why not? Let me know through the social media platforms. This is the first week where I did not go to church. And I say that knowing I haven't stepped foot, knowing, excuse me, I haven't gone a week where I didn't at least step foot in a church at least one day, once. Whether it's through helping out with the youth groups, whether it was just a regular Sunday sermon, whether there's another event going on in the church, or even the Bible studies. This was the first time I went an entire week without stepping foot in the church. It was kind of a surreal to think about that the other day, that epiphany. That I had gone that far. But a part of me felt like I needed this. I needed to step back instead of trying to force my way into another church and force myself to find another church. I decided I needed to take a step back. I decided that. It was my decision. If you listen to last week's episode, I talked about how the last church I've been part of for basically an entire year, 11 months, to be exact, I think, but I round up basically a year, and to catch up a little bit, 
the reason why I got the boot was because I was going through a season where I struggled with severe depression. And I opened up in a Bible study group for a particular week about a month ago. And then two weeks following me opening up, I say to myself I was being distant and the group more or less couldn't handle that. Not everyone agreed with the decision to remove me from the group, but it was a decision that convinced the pastor this was the right decision. And I said last week that I don't hold any animosity. I do pray for their growth so that the next person that deals and is in a similar situation as I was does not go through the same experience I went through. But it still hurt. It was still a hard pill to swallow. And I tried to force myself to go to another church on Sunday, the week after I got the boot. And I had some own Biles moment this week, I guess, where I decided I actually needed to step back for once. I needed to recharge and really think, which direction do I want to go? Because here's the thing. Right now, as I mentioned in the intro, I'm in this weird purgatory season, if you will. If anyone's listening and have been praying for me and knows my situation, know that your prayers are being answered in the sense that I'm getting out of that severe depression season. I'm getting out of depression altogether. But just like I mentioned earlier in the intro, I'm starting to develop anxiety. Because I'm at a crossroads of making a very life-changing or life-altering decision. Right now, I'm trying to figure out if the right decision for me is to stay here in San Antonio or to go back home in Florida. I've been accepted in two schools, both of which is close to, I mean, San Antonio is my way away from home, but I got accepted into University of San Antonio, so it's within driving distance, and a school that I got accepted in Florida is more or less within the same area or region of my hometown. So I'd be a lot closer to friends and family in that sense if I decided to go there. And I've mentioned that, at least on a Facebook post this week, that I'm waiting on the credits. How many credits did the school in San Antonio allow me to transfer But the thing is, unlike the schools in Florida and the other schools I've ever talked to, uh, they decided to be extra (laughs) and give me all these extra steps to just to find out how many credits were transferred over from my military service. I had to talk to the admissions counselor, and the admissions counselor told me I had to talk to the education counselor who was going to be the person that was going to tell me how many credits were transferred over, what classes I needed to take. But in order for me to talk to that person, 
I had to set up an appointment, but I can't set up an appointment because I applied for the spring semester and I can't apply an appointment any sooner than the last week of September, apparently. But I don't have the transfer uh, credits in front of me to personally put in myself because on their website, you can figure out on your own accord. But thing is, I don't remember all the classes that are associated with that degree. So I need so I asked the admissions counselor if they could email me the transcript I sent them so I can type it up and look it up myself and determine how many credits were actually transferable. But they couldn't do that. And I asked them to transfer over or at least pass it on through verbally, you know, verbally tell me through the phone. But they couldn't do that either. So a lot of politics involved in the sense of a lot of nuances and a lot of barriers I have to jump through just to find out how many credits were transferable from uh, my military service. That said, it is very tempting for me to just put my hands up and say, screw it. I have nothing left to stay here for. The church that gave me the boot, more or less, I pretty much decided that was the straw that broke the camel's back. In a sense that if people were the reason for me to stay, that was gone completely. And if anyone's listening who actually knows me personally knows that I've bragged about that church for about a year, basically. I bragged about it and I was even saying at times that they were making it hard for me to want to leave. Because I thought to myself at the time... They were a great community, the fellowship was great, and I felt accepted for who I was, my authentic self, according to Christ, how Christ made me to be. But I learned, obviously, that that's only true to an extent, as they discriminated me based on the season I was in. And obviously, I got the boot. But, it was also a blessing knowing that that was probably a church that God knew I was not going to grow. And thus, God just ripped the band-aid off and said, Ken, this is not your church. And so there's a silver lining of me being booted off the team. I do thank God for that. And as a result... I think it's awakened a sleeping giant within me because now I've been using that energy to want to talk more about mental health, especially if you go to my Substack website to read newsletters where I've been writing poetry. I want to use that energy now to put a perspective so the world knows what's really going on in a lot of these people's mind who are dealing with mental health. And that's what I've decided to use my newsletters for now. It's just to write poetry and help what helps me process through what's going on in my mind and heart, but also maybe help those express ways that they couldn't express to themselves before.
what's going on in their health and their mental health. So I definitely think the silver lining of me getting the boot, it definitely awakened a sleeping giant, and I think I'm getting out of that season, finally. But there's some anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety as a result. And I have a lot of anxiety because it's the unknown that really people are driven to know what's out there. We live in an age where we have to know everything. We don't want to have this shade of gray where we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. A lot of us, I'm sure, would rather have an actual genie in the bottle or crystal ball that predicted our futures. But the thing is, we can't. Even just Jesus didn't have a crystal ball when people asked him when the world was going to come to an end. It's that mysterious, the future. I am reminded of scripture about do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. We'll have enough, tomorrow we'll have enough to worry about. And also in the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 it says this, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I'm going to read further to verse 8 because I think this is going to be important for me as I go through this next couple months. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any moral excellence and if there's any praise, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. I think that's that verse, those verses from Philippians are really setting in for me. That I have to pray. I have to pray to God and to take my anxieties away and to let go of that control of wanting to know what's going to happen in the future and know that eventually he's going to take care of me. But that's harder said than done. Or excuse me, easier said than done. Because in my life, I've dealt with a lot of disappointments. And I think I'm putting it very lightly when I say that. I've dealt with a lot of disappointments in people, in communities. Sometimes my own family. And so it scares me. To take that step and to get, walk out of the tunnel. And open up that new chapter in my life. And a part of me feels like it's the right decision to just go ahead and move anyway. That God is calling me back home to Florida. But I'm scared. I'd be lying if I, wasn't, if I said I wasn't scared. 
And as a result, a part of me is still looking for a reason to want to stay in San Antonio, I think. Even though I know it's probably not good for me to be here anymore. It's not to say that there aren't people that I've met in San Antonio that are good people. There have been good people that I have met. And for them, I am thankful. And if you're listening by any chance, thank you. Thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart. I think God placed you in my lives at certain seasons at the perfect time. Because everything God's timing is perfect anyway. But God placed you in my lives at perfect seasons in my life to where you made the last six years in this city tolerable, at least. (laughs) Which is not a high bar, I know. But I do think if it weren't for those people, being here would have gotten the best of me. I really do think that. And God wants to make sure I see things through. And it's odd, isn't it, when you're going through that depressive episode that it gen- you gen- genuinely believe a lot of times, especially if you're in that severe episode where you're suicidal and everything, that you're done. You don't want to keep fighting anymore. You don't want to see the next day. You don't want to see the light of the next day, of a new day. But God places people in your life to make sure you see that next day over and over and over again until you get out of that season. It's the little miracles in life that makes God real. It makes the gospel of Christ real. And I hope for a day where I'll be free of this anxiety soon. Because I have to make a decision soon. And I'm going to find out how many credits were actually transferred over. I'm going to find a way to figure it out within the next week or so. So by the next episode, the next time you hear me, hopefully there's some closure. And that I've finally taken the steps to open that new chapter. So do pray for me in in that department. And also pray for me to, if anything, when I do open up that new new chapter, do pray for me that there will be people, God continually showing up in my life that I've never met, that I'm meant to meet. And that they will help me grow in my faith. And it's strange that as depressing these last six years have been for the most part, I would say that I've had a lot of growth as well. And I think that's another reason why I'm scared to move on because a part of me knows, a part of me thinks, at least, I'm not sure if it's true or not, and maybe it's just me overthinking things. A part of me thinks that I'd be letting those guys down, the people that have shown up, at those right times in San Antonio anyway. And saying that I'm, there's nothing for me to stay here for. I don't want them thinking that I'm 
I don't. If you're listening, I don't want y'all thinking I'm ignoring you or not giving you credit for what you've done in my life, because it means more than you know. But so far, from what everyone has told me from that circle, as much as they would miss me, they'd rather me be in a place where I'm in a better state of mind and where I'm happier. And so I pray that I keep those words to heart and engraved in my heart so I don't lose sight in what's the next step for me. And if I'm that scared, chances are it probably means it's something I need to do. Because God is not a God of fear. That's Lucifer's job. And Lucifer, his job is to make people scared. Make people scared to take that next step for growth. From a spiritual standpoint, emotional standpoint, mental standpoint, and physical standpoint as well. Because especially if you're a Christian, he wants to make your life as miserable as possible. And I think... That fear is this also it's just a sign that may it may be time for me to take that next step and just follow through and walking out of the tunnel finally. But I need prayer. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it on my own anyway. And we're not meant to walk on this earth alone, like I said last week. So please keep me in your prayers. That's pretty much where I'm at with my walk this week. Hopefully, I helped you and maybe you could relate to what I'm saying. And if you can relate to what I'm saying, please, by all means, reach out to the social media platforms I mentioned earlier. And with that said, everyone, let's go ahead and close out in prayer and then we'll take a short break to close things out for the episode. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. I know I didn't go to your house this morning. I pray that you would give me the strength and courage to take that next step so I can return to your house sooner rather than later. God, I pray if this is a fear from the devil that you would take this fear away from me and that you would enlarge my territory, keep me from evil. I pray anyone out there that is struggling or may be struggling in a similar situation as I am, that you would also give them the courage and bravery to follow through to open up that next chapter in their life. God, we know that courage and bravery is not the absence of fear, but the willingness to go through despite the fear with these actions. We want to thank you for your son, Jesus, for all that he's done, for coming down on this earth and willingly traded his perfection for our sins showed us how to love, be in touch with our humanity, forgive, 
we thank you for him. If it weren't for him, frankly, we wouldn't be here. There would be no purpose for us to be here, would there? And I pray for any Christian out there. When no matter what season they're in, I help I pray that you get them through that season. I hope you would give them the courage to talk to other people about you, whoever is in those people's lives. I pray for that as well. I pray for those who haven't been in church, including myself, that you would give them a peace of mind as far as why they didn't go to church. God, you know their situation. And I pray those that went to church don't judge those who didn't go to church. And if anything, those who went to church, please reach out to those that did not go to church. Let them know that you are thinking of them and possibly reach out to them again throughout the week. We thank you for all your blessings in life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And we'll be back after this short break. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I'm your host, Ken Drew, and this is your Sunday edition of Straight Talk Jesus. And I'm going to go ahead and close this out, guys. I hope you have a great rest of the Sunday. Before I go, I do want to remind people that you can leave a review on this show. No matter what platform you're listening to this podcast from, please leave a review. Hopefully it's a five-star. I think it'd do a pretty good job. But if this show could be approved upon, by all means, leave a review. Write it up. Let me know what I could do to better serve you and your needs. If there's stories out there you want me to read and get look into, again, leave a review. And you can also reach out to me through the social media platforms I mentioned earlier. With that said, everyone, thank God it's Sunday. And until Wednesday, have a good day. Thank you.